it going today, guys? Back here live in the studio for another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Once again, I'm your host, Thomas Penland, joined on this Friday, July 9th, one day away from big fighting event, UFC 264, our fighting expert, Elijah Barnes. Elijah, say what's up to the people. What's going on? Hey, first of all, thank you for having me on, man. It's really excited to talk about um, some MMA this weekend. Huge card coming up, and I've uh, been following you guys for a while. And it's just uh, awesome to join. Hey, I appreciate you following and tuning in. We love all our listeners. But, yeah, we're glad to have you on, too. You know, I've been telling Ben for a minute that we need to get UFC expert on here to break some stuff down, you know, adds an extra little element. What uh, what got you so big into the sport of UFC? Man, great question. So I was, I was growing up and uh, always been a little rough around the edges and loved the <laughs> art of fighting. <laughs> Man, it was, uh, you know, people growing up in a small town like I did, you know, there was a lot of, you know, people talking this and that. And, you know, you get roughed around the edges a little bit. You start fighting. And I always loved the sport. So um, once I grew up a little bit, became more mature, I was like, you know what? I can't be doing this myself. These guys are that are do it professionally, though, are super fun to watch. Um, so I got into it that way. And it became almost, a, a, you know, a, a relief and obsession for me, man. I, tr- I uh, trade cards, UFC trading cards, all kinds of nerdy stuff with it now, man. So it's, uh, it's fun, dude. It's fun. Hey, no shame in the cards. Trust me, that's how I'm with the NBA. I'm all big into the basketball card world as well, so I definitely feel you on that. Um, that's awesome, though, bro. I mean, I've honestly was I was more into fighting a little bit more when I was younger. Like I used to love Kimbo Slice every single time he fought when he had those when he had that with uh, CBS that deal. I remember watching him get his ass beat after that dude went went down like the day before the fight. So definitely a bit it, like watching ufc I just don't know as much about it as i do about other sports but elijah's got us covered guys this is a massive event would you say this is the biggest card of the year or would you or do you think that it, or i think it was like two or three cards ago is bigger um this is pretty massive i mean uh the kamara Usman card earlier this year uh was pretty big when he went against um you know Jorge masvidal again yeah. uh, that was a massive card in that rematch and you mentioned kimbo slice Jorge masvidal actually started out uh, boxing in back backyards, street fighting with Kimbo Slice down in Florida. So uh, a little fun fact there. But yeah, that was pretty massive. But I think everybody had the feeling that Kamaru was going to win that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was a ma- minus 300 favorite, I believe. Uh, but here on the main event, we have a close to even line, which is rare um, these days in MMA. It's usually there's a guy that you think is going to win a super favored and sometimes there's surprises, but here, you know, we got a minus 125 plus 105 line going in between McGregor and uh, Poirier. So uh, I say this is bigger because I think it's going to be an awesome match. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is gonna be awesome. I mean, McGregor is definitely my favorite fighter just from watching his documentary and everything. And I love all his antics and everything. One of my favorite things always will be when that uh, his comment on Draymond Green's post when Draymond told him to take off his jersey and he told him that he dribbles heads, didn't know who he is. That's always, <laughs> I mean, that you just gotta love McGregor's attitude and everything. But let's get down to it. Um, we'll start things out with Sean O'Malley versus Chris. Um, how do you pronounce his last name? Yeah, Motinho. Motinho. Yeah. Okay, that's what um, I thought. What are you thinking on this fight? Who do you think is going to win, and uh, what's the line? Yeah, man, so this is the battle of the rainbow heads, right? We got Sean O'Malley with every color of the rainbow on his head. <laughs> Crazy dude, tatted up, um, super athletic, uh, probably one of the best straight lefts in the game. And then you got Chris Motinho, um, who has got the green hair, looking like the Joker out there with his tattoos. So two freaky tatted up, crazy hair guys. But the difference is one of them's 13-1. and one. Um, and Sean o- Sugar Show, Sean O'Malley, who is 
one loss came off a sprained and possibly torn. Uh, never really got the details of that, but his knee pretty much blew his knee out in the first round against Chito Vera uh, last year on his one blemish to his 13 and one record. Um, and then got dominated after that. But you could almost argue the guy's undefeated. Um, when you lose after a first round ACL, PCL, whatever strain, um, that's, that gets an asterisk to me. So I, I got him at 13 and 0. Chito Vera took advantage of that. But this guy is an absolute animal. Um, he's a minus 800 favorite right now. Wow. Which, which is, you know, people don't believe it, but it's pretty common in the UFC um, to see it. And uh, the reason why is because uh, Sean O'Malley was supposed to be fighting um, – one second there. Sorry, lost you for a second. But was supposed to be uh, fighting uh, Marlon Vera this week, but he got an injury. So mm -hmm. in steps Chris Moutinho on a week's notice. Um, the guy is coming out of um, the cage fighters. He's exciting fighter, but he's got four losses against opponents that are nowhere near the caliber of Sean O'Malley. Um, I think it's a fun fight, and what I the bet I would be taking um, if you want to bet this fight, don't touch the line on minus eight hundred. Obviously, um, I won't even go with Sean O'Malley by knockout. That's minus four fifty. Let's do Sean O'Malley by KO first round um, to at a minus one twenty odds there. Um, so that's almost at even money. Uh, Sean loves the the lights. He loves to you know get some walk off. Uh, KOs, and I don't think he'll have any problem getting it here. Yeah, no, that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, O'Malley, yeah, like you said, got the crazy hair, so it'll be fun to watch him get a quick KO, get off there quick so we can get to the main event quicker. Um, next up, let's do the uh, women's bantamweight fight. Um, what are you thinking on this one? Yeah, so we got Irene Alanda. Um, you know, she's a Mexican-born fighter, and she's really good on the ground. Um, black belt, jiu-jitsu, just absolute dominant, going up against uh, Yana Kinskakia. She uh, that name almost gives me a conniption every time I say it, but uh, they're, they're both great fighters. Um, this was actually going to be probably one of the better women's fights we've seen since, um, you know, we got Zhang Wali and Rose Namajunas. That was awesome. But these two girls can absolutely throw um, They're minus 120 on uh, Alanda and a plus 100 on Yana. Um, I, I really give the advantage here to uh, Yana. I believe that she's able to take down Irene Alanda pretty easy so we're getting some plus money there at plus 100 um everybody wants to think about uh, the stand-up game you know they want to think about the kickboxing the boxing that's what people see that's what people get excited for um on mma on saturday night but what they forget is you know the ground game is also a very big part of this sport and i think that yana is going to be too much for um irene on the ground i'll take her at the plus 100 and that's our that's our bet there Awesome. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to be telling Elijah on these, make it a little more fun to watch these fights. I by no means am no UFC expert, so we're going to trust the expert on all these. Next up, let's get to the heavyweight fight. Um, what are you thinking on this one? Yeah, so we always love watching the big guys, right? Uh, pretty much a guarantee that people are going out unless, um, you know, we got some soft leg kickers around here. But that's not what we have here. We have Greg Hardy, former defensive end for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, coming in at a seven and three record, a pretty impressive, you know, growth in his game since he's gotten into the MMA scene. Um, you know, he's got some losses due to fatigue in his recent fights um, coming off, you know, a big win um, that got disqualified due to blowing into an inhaler once. And then he wins another fight, loses another fight, 
the guy's full of drama and you know that's what you want to see on in the sporting world of MMA because it's so exciting you never know what you're going to get with him um but he's going up against a guy tied to Ivasa who is an absolute beast fighting southpaw which I think is going to give Greg Hardy some trouble um I believe that, you know, Ty, he's coming off a big win uh, versus Stefan Struve, pretty much ended Stefan Struve's career. Uh, the guy hasn't fought since. And, you know, when you get punched in the ear by a 366-pound man, uh, sometimes that can, a 266-pound man, that could actually, you know, that could change your life a little bit. So, yeah. you know, no, no one's blaming no one's blaming Stefan Struve there. Uh, but I think that Ty is the hungrier fighter. I think he's uh, got better uh, stamina. And I think Greg Hart, Craig Hardy, um, he's going to be throwing for the fences the entire fight. And the bet here, though, that I see happening is this fight not going to the third round. It's a minus 140 at two and a half, under two and a half rounds. All right. And guys that don't bet MMA much, that's mean, that means halfway through the second round. So that two minute 50 mark. All right. Um, I think this fight ends before then. Uh, I think these guys throw really hard in the first round and hopefully someone gets finished then, but I guarantee you they're going to be coming out, breathing out of their mouths, um, which means they're tired and going to be some throwing some big shots early in the second, going to be a little loose jaw there and uh, someone's going to go to sleep. So that's, that's my pick there under two and a half rounds uh, on the heavyweight tied to Ivasa and Greg Hardy. Hey, I like you predicting these knockouts, man. It always makes it way much, way more fun to watch rather than them go in the distance. You love seeing some the big men fall. The big men falling is always the best because they fall hard when they do. Um, next fight up here is the co-main event. We got a welterweight co-main event. It's Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Thompson. What do you think is happening in this one? Yeah, man, this is probably my favorite fight of the night, even more than uh, Poirier and McGregor. Uh, we got Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, man, one of the most prolific fighters in uh, MMA history, he's fought everybody in the division besides the champ, Kamaru Usman, almost, it seems. I mean, the guy is an absolute animal. You, know, you always know what you're going to get with him as far as a complete game that really has no holes in it. But the problem with that is he honestly doesn't have anything he's really good at, um, which worries me when you go over to a guy named Gilbert Burns, right? The guy is all-around um, talent. He's got one loss in his last five, which was a loss to none other than Kamaru Usman. Um, he got knocked out in the third round by Kamaru, but who hasn't, right? Uh, Kamaru Usman's an absolute animal. Uh, he's knocked out Jorge Masvidal, who, you know, has an iron chin. So, no, not really a, a blemish there on his record. Anybody would lose to uh, the Nigerian prince. But let's look at Gilbert Burns. What I like here is his ability to control the fight. Um, Gilbert's you know, really good in every facet, but he's even better on the feet. I think that's going to give Steven some problems um, early in the fight. Mm -hmm. Steven's really good at um, adjusting, but I think this fight, the bet here would be over two and a half rounds. Um, I see these guys actually being very respectful of each other, respecting each other's power, their experience. Um, we're going to get that at a minus 120 odds. And I believe that, you know, at the end, if you want to bet the winner on this one, I truly believe that Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is going to get it done. Um, I'm, I'm worried that the only thing I worry about is him getting caught, but I really see this fight going the distance. And in a fight like that, I think he's more technical than Gilbert Burns. He's all around great, uh, all around great fighter. And uh, I see Stephen Wonderboy Thompson getting it done. 
Yeah, that'll be another fun one to watch. Can't wait to watch that one happen. It's going to be, like you said, this might be the best fight of the night. Um, last one, but most certainly not least, we got the lightweight main event. Have none other than my favorite fighter, Conor McGregor, taking on Dustin Poirier. I mean, you're wearing the proper 12 Irish whiskey shirt, repping Conor's brand for him. What do you think's happening on this one, Elijah? Man, I've never tossed and turned, you know, so much on a fight that I have this one. I will say that it's been crazy um, watching these guys throughout the weigh-ins, the press conference. Um, and But I believe that the champ is back. I believe that, Ooh. you know, we're going to be having somebody that is going to be hungry. They're going to be wanting to take over. We're gonna have, they're going to be wanting to be the new face, again, of the lightweight division. And that's Conor McGregor, right? Let's go. Somebody, this guy, this guy is an absolute beast. We forget about how great he was because he took actually three years off. Um, he's won one fight in the past five, six years, but it's not because he's not good. It's because he don't give a damn. The guy's one of the most wealthy, if according to Forbes, the most wealthy athlete um, this past year, more than Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi, LeBron wow. James. You know, I've got the proper 12 shirt on. He's made millions off that. Um, you know, that's what we're dealing with here. A businessman was the guy who fought Dustin Poirier uh, last time. And now we're going to have ourselves an absolute uh, animal who's going to be taking over. So I, I really believe Connor's going to get it done. Dustin's a beast. The Louisiana um, Cajun man's going to be coming in, throwing. But I think um, he's going to be a little um, unmatched for Connor, uh, the true, notorious, focused Connor McGregor. He's back on his bullshit, and I love it. Hey, I love that. You know, I would love to see McGregor come back in here and take back his belt. That's what the sport of UFC needs. I mean, that's what even the casual fans like myself need to see here. Do you think this fight's going to go the distance, or do you think we're going to see a KO or submission? Neither one of their past two fights, right? We know it's a trilogy fight, and I should have prefaced it with that. But, guys, uh, this is the third fight. Uh, the first fight was about six years ago. Connor knocked out Dustin Poirier in three minutes. Um, last fight was um, about – six to eight months ago it was in the bubble right no fans and Dustin uh knocked out Connor in the second round um what I see here is definitely a knockout happening um and I believe it's going to be Connor I think Connor has the tools if you want to be specific I think Dustin Poirier is going to be looking to catch Connor with a short counter left Connor's mm -hmm. going to be coming in but when you throw a short counter left that opens up the straight left for the opponent because they're both southpaws and when he throws that left, I think the straight left is going to absolutely catch Dustin Poirier on the chin. It's going to be lights out. I'm calling, I'm calling late second round uh, by knockout. Okay, okay. I love it. Always the best, you know, when there's a knockout going on in the fight. I can't wait to watch, Elijah. I'm just as excited as you are. It's going to be one hell of a fight. Once again, anything else you want to say to the people before I let you get out of here and get back on the road? Yeah, man, I just want to say uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, I really look forward to continuing this. This won't be the last time I'm on here. I'm going to try to be on here, especially for pay-per-views, but maybe I'll slide in on some fight nights as well, um, at least give you guys um, one good pick each week. Um, give you guys one good pick each week uh, when I slide in here, and we'll, uh, we're will we going to keep it going, man. And if you know you want to follow me on social media, it's Elijah, E-L-I-J-A-H-H -H Barnes, B-A-R-N-E-S. So you can take a good look at me. But um, I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, we're going to be killing it, hopefully, this uh, this weekend on the picks. And uh, I look forward to, you know, talking to your listeners in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, guys, we appreciate having Elijah on. 
Let's all ride his picks. Let's all get rich. Let's make that money off these picks. I'm feeling pretty good about him. It's going to be one hell of a card. We appreciate everyone who tuned in, and we'll talk to you all again soon.